Hello, my name's Haley. I'm Brandon. And we are not Weeaboos. Hey everybody, welcome to We're Not Weeaboos, where we like to talk about classic, culture otherwise anime, and see if it even deserves it. <laughs> this month, this half month, we're talking about Trigun, episodes 1 through 13, and we're going to come back next half month with, you know, the rest, like normal. All the rest of it, whole thing. So Haley, tell me about what happens, episode 1 through 13. Okay, 1 through 13. So this is my first time watching Trigun. This is Brandon's second time watching Trigun. In like many, many years. I watched it as a, a wee babe. Yeah. So um, so my first impressions, it's very interesting because I thought it was probably until like a year ago. I thought Trigun was a very different show because Bash looks like a mean boy, but he's not. He's not a mean boy. Um, so anyways, so it's very different than I thought. So Trigun is a story about our protagonist theme is Bash, the stampede, the human typhoon, whatever. Humanoid typhoon. Humanoid typhoon. And, um, he is followed by trouble everywhere he goes. And you don't really totally know why yet. I mean, he has, um... A sixty billion? Sixty billion double, double dollar, dollar price yes. on his head. On his head. And he's being followed around by two insurance ladies named Millie and Merrill because everywhere he goes. It's expensive. Yeah, everywhere he goes. They have to pay so much money. When a typhoon can just drop into the middle of a desert at any time. It's expensive for the Bernardelli insurance company to have to pay out every time. Yeah, it's really fucked up. So yeah, it's in this universe. Um, I don't know what like planet it's on, but everything's like kind of a desert land. Shit's like bad. Gunsmoke is the name of the planet. Oh, <laughs> and all the towns are like named after months, and I think that's cute. So at first, well, so Millie and Meryl are trying to figure out who Vash is. And Millie knew Vash was, right? The problem away. with it is because Vash is so fucked up. People say that he is all kinds of monstrous things. Right. So it's hard to tell without knowing who he is. Especially because throughout, Vash doesn't want people to know that he's Vash the Stampede. Because people are then mean to him about it. Right. But he's such a sweet boy. So, but he does still, like, call himself... Bash the Stampede for, I mean, like, is it second episode when he works as the bodyguard? Yeah. Yeah, and he's like... But that's a weird one because (laughs) he knew that his employer knew that he wasn't, but he knows that he is. Yeah. There's many layers of of deception. Yeah. So anyways, um, so yeah, obviously, um... There's, Meryl has a little, has a, like, suppressed uh, crush for Vash. Um, and so that's a thing. 
Millie is a very big sweetheart. She's just like she's actually literally huge. Tall babe. Tall babe. Like me. Like <laughs> she likes to drink um, and eat ice cream. Yeah, like same. <laughs> but I wish I had her gun though, because that thing's fucking shit. Mm-hmm. But I don't. So oh well. So anyways, I'm going off track. This isn't a show about me. <laughs> <laughs> Except Millie. Millie's about you. Yeah, I'm about Millie. Basic synopsis, they're just kind of going from, at this point, they're just kind of going from town to town. Very, not monster of the week, because they're not monsters. Everybody's a person. Yeah. But like a lot of small missions. Yeah. Very episodic. Yeah. Yeah. There's just basically like one little arc per episode. It might span to two, Mm. depending on what's happening. And Vash is just kind of like saves the day, and he refuses to kill anybody. That's like his thing. He refuses to kill anybody, even though he's super can. He would be really good at it. Yeah, he's super good. He would be so good at it because he's the kind of person who can get away with not doing it. Yeah. I guess up until episode 12, like, Vash is still, well, no, he's more mysterious now. Mm -hmm. But you're just kind of like, well, why is he, Why? like, the show is so sweet. And it's just like nice. Mm-hmm. It's just like fun. And so then episode 12, some like Castlevania looking dude shows up in the town and tells him that he, and tells Vash that he's going to die. Yeah, Legato Blue Summer. Yeah, that, <sighs> that man. Who has like one big goofy pauldron <laughs> with like pointy decorations on one side and then a skull on his other shoulder. Yeah. Like I said, Castlevania looking dude. Mm-hmm. Um, tells him he's going to die. And then this um, big, beefy, weird dude comes and like, fucks up the town. And then kills a lot of people. And Vash gets really fucking angry. But also, before that, like we knew that it was serious. Mm-hmm. Like the whole time, no, Vash hasn't taken anybody like very seriously. Because he's just like really good. Yeah, he's only been facing regular, just people off the street, basically. And he can obfuscate his way through all those challenges. Yeah. And it's, like, not a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a big deal. But this is a big deal. because And Vash knows, like, right away. And he tells everyone to stay away from him. Mm-hmm. He tells everyone to get the fuck away from him. Because some shit's gonna go down. And some shit does go down, and a lot of people do actually die. And now the show is, like, really, really serious yeah, for yeah. the first time. His eyes are blue, and his hand is a gun. His hand is a gun. Yeah, and you liked that a lot. Yeah, I really liked it. You remembered it from just your tangential experience in the past. Yeah. But I, you didn't remember, remember, because there's no reason to think that his hand would be a gun. No. <laughs> no. Like, I've seen, I don't, I don't know, somewhere, probably, like, fucking just... Adult Swim tsunami commercial preview or something, mm-hmm. seeing his like little um, Inspector Gadget hand happen. <laughs> but yeah, I really liked that. Um, but he still didn't kill the big meanie because his dead girlfriend wouldn't like it. You don't know who Rem is. No. But his somebody, his dead somebody. It seems like. Yeah. She's dead for sure. Yeah, so he doesn't. And now, and then episode 13 was basically just kind of a synopsis of everything of the 
Through Meryl's point of view. Through Meryl's point of view as she's writing her reports for an insurance company. And that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. It's I like it. I like it a lot. Yeah. What, so, what are your impressions of the, the show? First thing I want to say is this is the first time in years I've had a crush on a white boy. Hey. Because <laughs> Vaj is so cute. <laughs> and he's so cool. Um, so I really, really, really like Vash. So here's the thing about the series. So while we were watching it, up until episode 12, I was having anxiety about not having enough to talk about with oh. the show. Because I was like, it's fine. It's like it's like a fun show. But now shit's actually happening. Things are popping off. And now, and now I'm like, like it wasn't, like I just was like, this is like a thing to have on in the background. It's nice. That was my like feelings about oh. it. Yeah. Because I wasn't like, I was like, I really like Bash and Millie and Meryl's fine. <laughs> I don't have like yeah. bad feelings about Meryl. She's just kind of annoying. Mm. Because like no one has, no one's really like that dynamic so far. Sure. Everybody's pretty static. Yeah. You're right. But but now things are changing. So now I'm I'm like really excited to like watch the show. It wasn't like hard for me to watch the show, but it did take me yeah a long time to getting up to episode thirteen because I was like, mm, I have other things to do. I just didn't care. Yeah, I just didn't care that much, and not because it was a bad show. I just, it was just like it's slow. Yeah, it's a slow burn. Yeah. That had its date for 12 episodes. Yeah. And also, um, so we looked up who, oh, we're watching it in English. Yeah, we're watching the English dub because that just feels right. Yeah. So we're watching the English dub because it's, it feels like a very, it's guns. Mm-hmm. So it feels And very sort of the way that it came out in it came out in 1998 or whatever. Yeah. And the way I remember watching it was in English on Toonami right. or whatever. Right. So it's just, it just feels right. Yeah. It seems like the way to experience it for, for us from our point of view. But I wasn't, I feel a little better about it now, but I wasn't crazy about Johnny Young Bosch as mm. I didn't, I didn't really like his points. <laughs> It felt weird. Okay, so here here was a point I was going to make about how I thought it was going to be real different. Because I was just like, because Johnny Young Bosch really, really, really doesn't sound like he's, a He sounds like a Power Ranger. <laughs> yeah, he really, really doesn't sound like a, a big baddie. Which I had thought for, I've been thinking for years, mm-hmm. is what Trigun was. So I've been thinking for years. And it was just like really, really surprising to me. That, like, I knew going in that it wasn't like that, but I was still just like, wow, wow, he's just really nice. Mm-hmm. And very cartoony. Yeah, very His cartoony. face changes. His, his, he goes off model frequently. Yeah. Very, very often very, to be a cartoon often. character. Mm-hmm. 
compared to everybody else. Yeah. And I think I was just like, I don't know. I don't know. But I am, I really want to know about Bash now and it's cool why he's a gun. Yeah, why is he a gun? And I almost cried. Episode 12. It was very... It was they, they cranked it up really high. Yeah, and like you said, Vash is just the Iron Giant. Yeah, then, I, I said that. <laughs> and then I really, really wanted to cry because... Because I referenced the saddest movie. Yeah. Where Vash is a, is a gun, but doesn't want to be. You know, yeah. like the Iron Giant. Um, so, yeah, I think that pretty much sums up my first impression so far. Yeah, um, for my part... I still like it. And I, I know more about it than you do, so I know that things are happening. I, I know that things are going to happen. I'm, like, pre-invested. The way that I'm watching it, I'm going... I, I remember, like, things. Something is going to happen. And I remember, like, details. Like, big details. Uh-huh. That would be terrible spoilers for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, man, I can't wait to get to that part because I want them to explain it to me because I don't remember. The, I don't remember. Uh-huh. I don't remember how it works. Yeah. That's that. That's fun. I like re-experiencing things like that. Mm-hmm. I also just like cowboy stuff. Mm-hmm. I just feel at home on the range. So <laughs> um, even though even though I'm not a boy, I'm like yeah, cowboy. <laughs> I love cowboy. Love cowboy. Even though I'm black and a non-boy, and I live in the future, <laughs> I still like cowboy themes and. Uh, cowboy motifs. Do you think it, Colorado did that to us? Or do you think it's just because cowboys are cool? I mean, like, I, I do feel at home on the range. Like, I didn't choose those words on accident. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I feel like, yeah, maybe our cultural situation has a little bit of that. Because, you know, I think when I, I juxtapose, you know, 2017 to mid-century cowboy stuff. You know, when, like, everything was cowboys and every little boy was running around playing cowboys and Indians. Right. And how, like, even Woody in Toy Story is such, like, a throwback character. Right. Compared to Buzz Lightyear, the spaceman. Mm-hmm. I think that we held on to that as, like, a, a state more. Yeah. For sure. Definitely. Because we just have a lot of stuff going on with it. You know, recently I was at the airport picking somebody up. Mm-hmm. And I forget every time how mm-hmm. cowboy the airport is. It's so cowboy. Like, yeah, when you come here, the state wants you to think that we're a cowboy state. Yeah. And maybe, maybe we are. And we just can't see it in ourselves until we have to sit down and talk about what happens on the planet Gunsmoke. <laughs> well, I know that when I was little, you know, I'm white. Mm-hmm. And I, me, not so much, but my brother definitely but I would I would get into it too. Um, we love playing. We didn't play cowboys and Indians because gross, gross, no. But we 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 just liked dressing up as cowboys. We just liked it. Like my brother would. That was like his everyday wear. That's so cute. Yeah, that's just what he looked like all the time for probably like two years. He wore like his chaps and a hat. And it was really cute. Um, yeah, and it was just like a thing. And like, it wasn't that weird. And the, there are just like a lot of real cowboys here mm-hmm. still. Yeah, there's still a lot of stuff here and directly south. You know, like from here, and directly north. Yeah. From Calgary 
to Texas. Right. Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah, out here because we're on the plains. Anyways, we like cowboys, so we like this anime. Yeah, I guess we like cowboys. Whoops. <laughs> Nobody told me. <laughs> um. So there's yeah. a lot of stuff that did resonate with me, like um, in episode twelve, when Vash is just looking at the sky. Yeah. And it's just blue. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know that. <laughs> I do that all the time. Yeah, I did it this morning. So mm. nice here today. Now it's getting cloudy. Yeah. Well. Shit. I want to move on to something speaking of the cowboys because this is a really good weapon anime. Yes. It's not so much like an action fighting anime. No. But there sure is a lot of potential for fight. Yes. And that includes everybody's gun being cool as hell. Super cool. Even if their gun isn't a gun, it's rad. Yeah. Um, like the first thing that happens is um, there's a dude with a, a huge boomerang. Mm-hmm. And the other, the other bad guy in that episode has like a like a lever action rifle that instead of being like you know like a normal lever action rifle has like counterweighted um, magazines opposite each other. So when he pumps the the lever, it spins the whole gun, and it's just a sharpshooting rifle. That's mm-hmm. right. Super cool. Millie's gun is my favorite. Yeah, we're also introduced to Millie's gun, which is the least gun of all the guns. I know, but it's so big, and what are those things? Yeah, it looks like a huge, it looks like a minigun, but it's not. It's semi-automatic, and it shoots big, unfoldable steel crosses at people just to knock them down. Yeah, they call it her stun gun. Yeah, she calls it, she said that she introduced herself... And like episode eight to the big neon cowboy. Mm-hmm. Meryl's like, some, some parts they call me Derringer Meryl, which is, again, cowboy stuff, the way that she said that. And they call Millie Stun Gun Millie. Yeah. Because that gun stuns people. It yeah. But we were talking about how how does it not kill people? There's right. no it's like It's way. like how Batman doesn't kill people. Yeah. But- it 100% breaks ribs. Oh yeah, it yeah, it's really fucked up. You know, it's still a stun gun, even if you stay stunned for you know a couple months. <laughs> True. Um, who else has really cool guns? Well, I mean, we mentioned Meryl, but she, she has normal guns, but she has a lot of them. Yeah, she does. Under her overcoat, she has like a Gundam array, like five to seven like strips of. Derringer holsters. Yeah. And there's true Derringers just one at a time. Right. And the way they present it is really good because it's like that scene in... It's like that scene in Django Unchained when at the very beginning, when they're in whatever town that is, and Schultz holds the town up and demands to see the sheriff. Remember? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. And you know, he walks up to him and he has a little Derringer in his arm. Mm-hmm. You know, and the movie like zooms in and makes it super loud and super big in the frame, and is like this Derringer is will fuck somebody up, and then it does. They do. It's like that how they make Meryl's Derringer so dramatic by being like, look how many and look how cool. Super cool. And when we're when we like first see it, is super cool because mm-hmm. we like we see more of like. How cool and smart Vash is mm-hmm. because Meryl was like, "How did yeah, you know?" Yeah, the first us? time it becomes a big deal 
they're so they just got out of the, a hostage situation. Yeah. Where the the guy holding the hostages had like an honor problem mm-hmm. with like the mayor of the town. Right. Because back in the day he was the worst outlaw. Mm-hmm. So they resolve that situation, but then the sheriff of the town is also still a piece of shit from back in the day. Sure is. And wants to take over the situation. So he's like, drop your guns and we're going to murder you in the desert. You know, cowboy stuff. Yeah. And Vash remembers that something that happened off screen, something that we as the audience can't have known about. It's And it, in fact, seemed like it was caused by something else. Yeah. You know, we thought Vash was doing his... his uh, crouching idiot hidden badass situation Mm -hmm. and he accidentally made someone shoot like a chandelier and like off the ceiling and knock somebody out right but it was actually meryl and we didn't know that but vash was paying attention because he's godlike Mm -hmm. so we see him do this really cute thing again he's being super cute and like looking giving her like really hard side eyes to be like do it yeah. He's like giving her the signal for something that they didn't agree on uh-huh. and he shouldn't have known about, but he did. Uh-huh. And then she like pulls open her coat and it's full of rad guns. And <laughs> yeah. she she do it. it was, that was cool. I liked that. Somebody with a really similar situation is Wolfwood. Obviously. The priest who came up in the second half of our first half of the series. Who I also love very much. He's just like Vash. He's yeah. just like Vash, except he really except he doesn't not want to kill people. Yeah. He just wants to protect the children. Yeah, he has a similar situation where he has a cross wrapped up that he carries with him everywhere because he's a, he's a man of God. But also, uh, when he unwraps it, it has like more guns in it. He has it has it holds like eight small guns mm-hmm. and the the short arms of the cross yeah. with more bullets per gun. But it's basically the same principle as with Mero. Yeah, it's really cool. And his cross is so fucking heavy so heavy but he just it's so heavy but he doesn't care he doesn't like care. he's really skinny in the same way vash is but they're both mm-hmm. much too strong honorable mentions to um the vash impersonator from episode three the gunsmith episode yeah where he had like a he also had like a mini gun looking gun which he eventually revealed to be like 10 guns with like it has like arms coming out and it shoots the same direction from yeah. different angles. Yeah. And this is like a, it looks very Inspector Gadget too. Yeah. Kind of like a diesel punk look. Mm-hmm. Inspector Gadget. <laughs> uh, also the neon cowboy whose name I don't remember now, who holds up the, st- the sand steamer. Right. He has a really cool gun where it's like a laser gun, but it's also just a gun yeah. gun. It has like, it's like a little pile bunker. It has like a, the plunger like just shoots back and shoots the bullet. Mm-hmm. And it has to light up and like make a noise before it shoots, shoots. Yeah. And also his big dumb neon outfit conceals two big dynamo guns in his shoulders. Yeah. That he can point. Yeah. And they shoot like, again, like miniguns. Yeah. He was awful. He, but, he, but he. He was like honorable. He was honorable, but. God, during because he was a two-episoder, mm-hmm. and he was just a piece of shit. Yeah, like the whole he threatened, time. he beat up and threatened to kill the kid. He killed largely just with impunity. He yeah. didn't like care, but he's and it, this is again like an Eastern kind of thing because mm-hmm. he's just like like he's every he's a piece of shit and it, everybody knows it. But he's like honorable, mm-hmm. and that like counterbalances a little bit. Yeah. He's just like Akuma. Yeah. In Street Fighter. Akuma is 
not evil. He's just a piece of shit. Like, if, if I beat you up, it's your fault for not being strong enough not to get beat up by me, dummy. Like, his, his, ultimate, his ultimate move, or super move in most games, the Raging Demon, the yeah. trick is that he beats you up, but he, the way that he beats you up sends you to an alternate dimension where demons will eat your soul if you sinned too much. Like, uh-huh. you suffer the weight of your sins. Yeah. And if you haven't sinned, it can't hurt you. Well, so it's kind of like that. Yeah, I don't know a lot about Street Fighter, but cool. Yeah, it's like the, it's the same themes. And I think that is all of the guns except for Vash's gun. Yeah, we haven't talked about Vash's Which is very gun. special, which is why I intentionally saved it for last. Yeah. Like a sneak. Like Vash would have done. <laughs> yeah, it's... There's nothing crazy about it. But it's just like a really high caliber, really large, really clean looking gun. Yeah. Very pretty revolver. It apparently is very important to him mm-hmm. because he carries it around all the time. But like again in episode three with the gunsmith, you know, it's revealed that he's been carrying it around even though apparently it's really not good. Yeah. Because it's been, at the time of the episode, it, what was it? It was like three inches off from only 10 yards away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To the left or something like it's it can't shoot straight or the yeah. damn but also obviously he doesn't care because he doesn't need it to be perfect yeah because he's perfect but you know after the gunsmith tunes it up he even says i wouldn't like use this yeah but you know here's your gun whatever mm-hmm. it's not the it's not it's not a perfect gun but it's vash's gun and he cares a lot about it yeah and we know that it's special special mm-hmm. because one vash is and two in the op Every single episode, we see it being paired with a black gun. It's just like it. Yeah. What's that about? Yeah, what is that? <gasps> I don't know. You probably know. It's got a black gun and a white gun and a red coat. Devil May Cry anime? No. No, thanks. No, 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 no thank right you. Now. No, thanks. That's not. The game's good. already anime now. Okay, and I just want to say something real fast that was really annoying that, <laughs> that I looked up last night because... this is dumb so speaking uh, of guns but not guns from trigun anymore (laughs) yeah so i was looking at i was looking at trigun there's a shot in episode 12 where vash is in prison he's in jail yeah because there's not prisons because it's cowboy country so it's jail he's in the huskow and he's chained up on the wall looking real serious yeah and so it reminded me a lot of first episode of helsing and so i was i was just looking at parallels and i was looking at this forum where people were talking about it and someone said well here's a thing that's the same between them vash and alucard have the same gun and i was like what? Is that true? She said out loud. I didn't know what she was. She was like really disturbed, and I didn't know what she was looking at when it happened. But she, she bugged her. Yeah, I was like, I don't think that's true. And so I looked at, it, and so I was, I had Vash's gun, pretty, pretty um, fresh in my. Brain. It was. We had just looked at it. Yeah. So it's right there. Yeah, it was right there. But I haven't seen Helsing in a minute, so I was like, well, I'll just check. I'll just check. I'll just see. But I'm pretty sure. But I'll just check. And I looked at it and I was like, no. These are so different. 
Yeah, it's Vash's so gun different. is a big gun. It's a revolver and it's silver. But, yeah. And I didn't, I've never seen Halstein yet. But well, Alucard's gun is also very big, but both their guns are very special and unique. But the, also, Alucard's gun isn't even that big. It's just long. It's just long yeah, as hell. Yeah, it's just really long. It's not a big gun. Yeah, it it looks a like a gun. regular like M1911 looking gun, yeah. but it's just long. It's really super long. But it's not a revolver. It's not sure. a fucking revolver. I'm like, these are... Who? Who? I can't... I just want to say this. I can't imagine going on the internet and embarrassing myself like that. <laughs> well, here we are on the podcast. <laughs> but I'm not being that embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, we're trying I don't know. Really hard. I've probably said some embarrassing wrong things. But largely. We have visited but Google once or twice made. before we got here. But I haven't made such a mistake as to say that Alucard and Vash the Stampede have the same fucking gun. They're the same glasses. They wear big red coops. But their guns are different. They're different. Alucard also has kind of that like strappy thingy going on. Mostly in Ultimate he has that. But it's a it's a look. But that's that's for another time. Be hot as hell though. Mm. But it's a look. I have crushes on both of them. Oh, but also for um for Vash, and we we should mention again, his arm is a fucking gun, and it only comes up like twice, as far as we watched yeah. right now. In the first case, it happened again off screen in mm-hmm. secret, so secret in fact that I knew, but you didn't know. Yeah, I didn't know. There's the scene when they're fighting like the the robotic snail spiders Mm -hmm. that Vash can deactivate because he knows something. But what does he know? Wolfwood left his cross on the bus when they go to save the child. So he does. He's unarmed. He has a knife, which he breaks and then actually gets use out of later. Mm -hmm. So Vash is like, "I'm gonna go down and go in and do the thing. You take my gun." And I'll not have a gun. <laughs> and the situation gets kind of dicey. And the camera, the show and the audience are focused on Wolfwood and what he's going to do. Because he's out of bullets and he's got a guy who's going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Vash also has that. Mm-hmm. And then like Wolfwood closes his eyes and then we look at him closing his eyes. So we can't see anything either. And then they're gone. They're already, they're already dead. What happened? How did he do it? We don't know. But... We do see that his hand is smoking. That Vash's hand is smoking. Vash's yeah. hand is smoking. You know, like a gun. <laughs> but you didn't even notice. Well, I did. I did notice. So I was like, "What is that? What is that?" I, but I didn't like pay that much attention it was like, to it. There was like a reason that you just. Yeah, I was like, it'll like come up later. I'm like, it, they'll tell me about it later. Yeah, later like later. I won't worry about it. Like right a, now. a minute later. Yeah. But then you reminded me, and I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I remember noticing the smoke. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I was just like, I'll wait. I'm not going to, like, yeah, and think we, about it too hard. So the thing about his arm is we don't really understand the properties of it. Mm-hmm. We don't know the deal with it. He has to use it like a normal gun. Yeah, because his arm. His hand right. drops out of his arm and holds his own arm like a gun. It has a, a, a pistol grip. Uh-huh. And a trigger yeah. that he fires the gun with. Also, it's worth noting that it's his left hand. It's the hand that he doesn't have a sleeve on. Mm-hmm. And it's not his dominant hand. 
Mm-hmm. He uses his right hand. Yeah. To shoot his gun gun. Yeah. So. And apparently it's pretty fucking strong. Is his is his hand a robot hand or is it a real hand? It's a robot hand. Remember at the end of the episode, we saw him without a shirt on? We saw him coming out of the shower? Right, 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 right. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's mechanical from. Yes. Under his left shoulder to you know, his whole arm under that. That's right. Is metal. And then there's all those other like metal parts all over him. He's got like little wrought iron grates over yeah. some of his wounds. And I'm like, but I wasn't sure. I'm like, are those like? Maybe it's just cowboy like, aesthetic. I was like, is that just how he like bandages himself? Like, um, you had to go to the the blacksmith who's used to making sh- horseshoes or whatever kind of shoes these weird animals wear. And they made him a little patch, I guess. He's like, he's like, he's like, um, Genos and Saitama in one person, kind of. Because he's got, like, the sweetness of Genos, mm-hmm. but he's so fucking powerful, like Saitama, so. Like them both. Yeah. But he's also but, not interested at all in fighting. Yeah. Unlike either of them, kind of. Yeah, that's true. He really doesn't want to do it. But that also, that brings me to the next thing we have here. And I want to ask you, because I actually know some of the secrets. Mm-hmm. I want to ask you, what's up with Vash? What's up with him? What's up with Vash? I think that, and this is kind of, because I was thinking about this, and I feel like, there's some okay, so there's aliens like alien robots. We know that, mm-hmm. and Vash is familiar with them, and he's also lost a lot of his memory. And also, how old is he? <laughs> this is something I can't. Get yeah, and the same thing that we learn that he doesn't remember anything about his own life. We also learn that he has been he look he's been looking like how he looks for fifteen years. At least. Yeah, so... 15 years before the moment that we heard it, he looked exactly like himself and was exactly like himself. So, I don't know. I don't know how robot... I mean, he bleeds. Mm-hmm. He bleeds a lot. He bleeds a lot. Getting shot is bad for him. But also, just to advocate momentarily for the devil, robots and like alien get fucked up pretty bad too. Mm-hmm. And they're full of guts and white yeah. goo yeah so he seems like a human just like a robot human a cyborg he... <laughs> yeah um i like robot human better yeah but robot human sounds like you mean android <sighs> whatever they're super different and this is exactly the place to care about those differences <laughs> the time and the place is here and now well, I'm going to move on from this. I accept what you're saying, but I'm going to move on. Okay, but hold on. For anybody at home who thinks this is stupid too, a cyborg. Oh, a cyborg is a portmanteau God. of the word cybernetic organism. Jesus Christ. And it's a living creature that has cybernetic or robotic or digital parts, uh, including people with prostheses. Uh, lab rats, the ones where they like open their brain up and do stuff to them, uh, and apparently Vash, who has a robot arm. But an android 
is stop. <laughs> you stop. And okay, so Android comes from the Greek andro. I think it's it's either I think it's Greek. Oh, I'm gonna say it's Greek. It comes from andro, which means man, but it's an android. So it's a human-shaped robot. Okay, now we can move on because that might have been confusing. Brandon, I literally like 15 minutes ago, maybe even less, just talked about how I don't want to be embarrassed on the internet. You're doing it to me on purpose. I want people to take something away from this experience. <sighs> Anyways. And I don't want it to be that you're a scrub. Remember. I want it to be the difference between cyborg and android. I don't even remember what I was talking about now. Oh, what's up with that? <laughs> Fine. Yeah. He's a cyborg. Yeah. <sighs> From aliens? I don't know. They're Okay, so where I was going to get to was... There's, what's his name? Mr. Castlevania. This is getting confusing. Do you mean Alucard? <laughs> no, because we were just talking about Alucard. Oh. <laughs> and that's something that I, I can't talk about Helsing either because that's not Alucard. <laughs> Alucard looks different. But um, Mr. Castlevania, uh, Legato. <laughs> yeah. Legato, um, Blue Summer. Yeah. You can, it's a good mnemonic device because his hair is blue. Sure. Anyways, um, there's clearly some kind of relationship there because Vash like knew who he was. He didn't. But he like knew what what they were telepathic. They're both telepathic with each other, which is a brand new thing. Yeah, and Vash knows. He just had like he has this like old technology, like the pen. Oh, uh, yeah, the, I think one of the first times. Like, they talk a lot about lost technology on Gunsmoke. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of stuff that is re- pretty basic to us. Mm-hmm. Like, we're literally using the technology right now right. that was lost and Vash had the fo- in the form of, you know, a little microtransmitter pen with the earpiece. Yeah. But the kid was like, where did you get this? Yeah. There is nothing like this in the world. Yeah. <laughs> there used to be, but there's not now. Yeah. So, which also is like, how fucking old is Vash? How old is Vash? How old is Vash? Anyways, there's some organization that Vash was part of, created by, and made, he was made to do murders, I think, but then he met. A girl, and it, it, he he did it, he did like a he, like a, I don't know you know he's an Iron Giant he's made to do murders but he's actually a, like a sweetie and then he met someone who was like no you're not you're not a gun and then I don't know something happened where he like lost his memories I, maybe something happened. Like, he, like, hit his head real bad or something. Like the Iron Giant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or Goku? And, uh, or Goku. Um, and this girl, Rem, like, woke him up or something. She says Hogar? Or Grandpa Gohan? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <gasps> I like Hogar. Um, and, like, took care of him and was, like, don't do murders. Murders are bad. 
And he was like, you're right, I'm never going to do a murder. And and I think that's what fascist. Okay, so. But he still, but he still knows about, hmm. But he still, but he still knows about these people. The lost things. technology and people? Yeah. Whatever so he, re- so is. he remembers that. But he doesn't remember, maybe he blocked out doing murders, or maybe he never did murders. I don't know. Okay, so, um, so let's, I'm going to run this down so we can keep score for next next month. Okay. You think that Vash, at some indeterminate point in history, Mm -hmm. was created... By he was created in a test tube, in a lab by people from a mysterious high tech organization. Well, I don't know if he's created in a test tube. Like maybe he was like, he's just you know like a, a, a dude just like down on his luck, and they're like, hey bud. So he was made in a lab. Do you think he was born in a lab, or do you think? No. I do you prefer that he was like? He, you know, he went in for one of those selling his body for science gigs. Yeah, like that. More like so he that. was already an adult, or he was already. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So at some independent, at some indeterminate point in history, a fully human Vash went in for some sort of experiments, and was converted into like a murder machine. Mm-hmm. Or something. And then after that. At some point, he met Rem, mm-hmm. who uh, convinced him to be a gentle boy. Mm-hmm. And after that, he, some, he sustained some kind of trauma that caused him to lose his memories. Mm-hmm. But he still kind of remembers some parts of his life, his early childhood, and how he works. Mm-hmm. And now we're here. Mm-hmm. And... So the cyborg arm came from the organization? Yes. Okay. I want to ask a question that um, it was kind of confusing. Like, we, you weren't watching that episode very closely. But episode six or seven, six, when the woman who from July yeah. who blamed him for destroying her life. Yeah. Who she blamed for destroying her life. Yeah. Um. She tried. She put him in the plant and tried to like overload yeah. him. She tried like irradiate him or something. Yeah. And he was alone in like yeah. the core. And then he, he did like a he put his spirit bomb hands up. Yeah. And then it cut to everybody's fine. What did he do? Do you do you have a place in your theory for that? Sam? No, I don't. Okay. That has been fucking me up <laughs> this whole time. Okay. Because I can't figure out what that's about. I can accept that he's a gun. I don't know about this other stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's the whole thing. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea about that. What's Vash about? Something. He's a gun. Who can do magic on mm-hmm. electric, electrical things. Okay. Um. Also, okay. So now, is there anything you're looking forward to? Um. Honestly, yeah. I just wanna. And I've been saying this to you like every single episode. I just want to know. I just want to know. I just want to know what everything is. And I'm just really excited to know. 
what everything's about. That makes sense. So, everything we've talked about, that is a mystery. I'm excited to know what the mystery is and for it to not be a mystery no more. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Vash is still very mysterious. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a couple things like we like we just talked about. You still don't know what he did with the plant. That was weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, we still don't know where the other gun is. We don't know why he is telepathic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess this is something that we we haven't questioned because some people are just clutch in anime and even in this universe. Mm-hmm. But why is he like that? Is he like that for a reason? Do his eyes actually glow? Yeah, that that's something. Too. I know because that's just like an anime thing for eyes to glow when you're but, like serious. Um, and I feel bad because we can't remember his name. The villain from episode 12. Mo, Mo it's like kind of like an Eastern European sounding name. It starts with an M. He, yeah. after he fucked up and Vash decided that it's time that he, he might be okay with killing him, mm-hmm. he says that his eyes are glowing. Yeah, he and he says that his eyes look like the Diablo. Yeah. Which was, which was just a weird read. Yeah. And I'm was. fine with it. Not even El Diablo. The Diablo. Yeah. Say the devil. What, now, the episode... Is the episode called... The episode's called Diablo. It's just Diablo? Yeah. Okay. Diablo. I thought it was maybe El Diablo. No, just Diablo. Which is fine, but... Like, cowboys. Cowboys. You know what? Yeah. Cowboys. Cowboys. You know, that's fine. That's like a whole excuse. Cowboys. Yeah, it is. Why do I just want to say Diablo? Cowboy. Because Mexico used to be like a third of the country. Mm-hmm. And we never let go of that all the way. Mm. Sorry. Wah, wah. Um, yeah. So that's, I'm, I'm looking forward to just knowing. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, more Wolfwood would be good. I, don't, I didn't yeah. remember. How, Wolfwood simultaneously showed up earlier and later than I remembered. Because he, if you look up Trigun stuff, he's really prominently featured. Yeah. Because he's like a foil to Vash in a way. Oh. He's like kind of, he's like such a normie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's also super clutch. Yeah. But he's not like crazy like yeah. Vash is. He's not an actual gun. He's not like a typhoon. He's just a human. He's just a human. And I, I, I relate to Wolfwood because I... You would probably yeah, you, kill for you, babies. You really care about babies? Yeah, I do. And so I thought that was very sweet. And I was like, mm. <sighs> I love you. Mm-hmm. Even though you were really mad at the little girl, the little girl who got left behind's mom. Yeah. What a dumb bitch. There was a robotic spider snail. Okay, but like. Everything happened really fast. Okay, but when I'm in charge of children, which I am all the time. I'm constantly, even though the children that I'm in charge of are close to being kind of adults, they're, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. 13, 14 year olds, I'm still constantly, where are they? Where are they? What's happening? Where I'm just saying, if you're starving because you're on a however many hundreds of, what are they called? Aisles? How many- long? It took like in seconds. It was like a matter of seconds. Everybody had to get on the bus all at once. It was that stuff happens in like emergency situations. I'm just saying. It just seemed like they were on the bus for a long time before she realized it. That's hard to say. It seemed like they were on the bus for a long time. That's my problem. 
if like as soon as they like got on the bus, she was like, "Oh shit!" Then I'd be like, "Sure." My baby, Fine. where's my baby? But she'd she'd been sitting down. She'd been sitting down. I'm just saying they were close enough that Vash and Wolfwood could have could run back. Mm. It happened all very fast. I don't know. I'm just saying. Parenting is really hard, and I think we should try to give parents the benefit of the doubt in these situations. Yeah, but it was a fake parent. I don't care. Fine. <laughs> if it was a real parent, I would consider it more closely. Also, there would be real facts to look at. You know what? You know what, though? What? The, Trigun makes me think about... Do you know what Trigun makes me think about? What does it make you think about? Five. What? Trigun makes me think about American Tale so much. Um, There's so much American Tale stuff happening. Yeah. Because remember, the first movie is entirely about, ah, shit, my kid. Sure. But then also, like, one of my favorite movies when I was a child was American Tale 3, Five Goes West. When it was just, you know, like this little Polish cowboy mouse mm-hmm. just doing it. Um, there's a dog sheriff named Wyatt Burp. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't do that that so much. But again, it's a very cowboy thing that's soaked in. And then I still kind of sometimes still think about when, um, we're watching the Trigger, <laughs> I guess. Thanks. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's right. So, so far, um, this is only our second go. But this is so much better than watching Death Note for me. This is so much better. Because I want to. Like, I finished I finished this segment before you did. Yeah, you did. And I was, like, mad that we had to, like, oh, we have to do, like, the podcast now. Because <laughs> I want to finish. I'm really interested in what's happening. Well, we can finish now. Yeah, well, now we can. But, see, yeah, it's it's different. Yeah. Because I was, like. There's a lot more Death Note, mm-hmm. so it was it was easier to get my fix of Death Note, but I was really into Death Note. It was like the opposite thing for me because I didn't need a fix. It was like okay, time to go, time to go to the salt mines and eat all the salt. <laughs> the boss man didn't give me a pickaxe, so I'm just gonna. Lick the salt off the walls and sweat it out into a bucket and then evaporate the bucket of salt. So I had enough salt to like turn something in at the end of the day. That's how hard Death Note was. It wasn't that hard. It was exactly like in my metaphor. <laughs> I I think the salt levels are is accurate. But I don't think it was like that hard. It was exactly like chewing the earth. <laughs> to ingest the dirt and to make salt out of it but with my you, own body. But you kind of liked it at the end. Yeah, and this, like I liked it because, you know, when you have a big-ass bucket of salt at the end of the day, you should feel proud that you did a hard day's work. <laughs> but I'm not like, I don't want to do it again. Even though um, we were recently at a, at a bookstore. Mm-hmm. And when we were walking past the manga anime zone section, I they had it looked like every volume of the black editions of Death Note. They were so cool. They looked really cool in black. 
Mm-hmm. And I grabbed one and just flipped through it, just to flip through it, because I wanted to see what it looked like. Since I put mm-hmm. so much of my fucking life into it, not like a lot, but it feels like a lot. <laughs> and and it and it feels it feels like it's been it's been like with me the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like I can't escape death. Well, because we're, we're um she's playing Persona Five. Yeah. Right now you're playing through Persona Five, so. Mm-hmm. You keep looking at a catchy and going, you. Yeah. You are catchy. Yeah. yeah. No spoilers, because, you know, she she doesn't like a catchy for whatever reason. I don't trust him. Because he looks like light. Because he looks like light. And he seems like light. But, and it, but, and yeah, it has the same, it has the same, like, things, like, the moral shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a good game. Okay. I'm 54 hours in. Uh, yeah, I, I finished my first playthrough in 95, so. Let's go. You have finished. 41 more hours. I just finished on. Futaba's Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The worst one. Wow. The worst one. Worst, worst palace for worst girl. I'm tired Come of her. Come at me. I'm tired of her. I hate that my goal right now is to make her normal. I hate that. that. Worst girl. I'm angry about her. I'm tired of her. So, yeah, so um, Futaba's Palace is the worst. Futaba's the worst. At me. Do it. <laughs> Do it. Anyway, uh, I think that's it for this week. Yep, it's time for me to go play Persona. Yeah, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to watch her play Persona 5 now. Um, <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at wearenotweeaboos, no parentheses, like in the other title. I don't think that would even be legal. We are not weeaboos, W-E-E-A-B-O-O-S at Gmail. And you can find me on Twitter at bjordan as... B. Jordan as artist on Twitter. Yep. Not her, though. Not me. Don't look for me. I'm not there. Can't find a bitch on the internet. Nah. I'm sneak. Bye. Bye. Do cowboys shit, guys. <laughs>